As for what do we do after the whole three years thing, I have an answer for you. Very simple. Everybody gets a year-long vacation from work, and we just go party and live it up. <laughs> Great. I love it. Let's party! That's the solution. <laughs> by, by the I'm way, not I getting any great- younger here. <laughs> I saw I saw a great uh, meme over the weekend that was sent to me by a dear friend of mine. It says, "Not to sound technical, but according to chemistry, alcohol is a solution." <laughs> what are we doing? Putting it on our hands, idiots! Yeah, like- <laughs> right? This show is being broadcast on Treaty One territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. We're down a member today, but that's all right. Myself and Jasmine Lane going to be holding down the fort for this week, the last week, last couple of days of February. And we'll do that by getting you some prizing. Yes, your chance to go see a movie. Landmark Cinemas Tickets and Treats as Brian Lataki reviews Cocaine Bear. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cocaine yes. Bear coming up <laughs> a little bit later on today in the program. Uh, just wait. Speaking of animals, we've got some news about pet alligators coming up. And wait, what? We'll cover the Winnipeg Jets and how they did over the weekend. That and a whole lot more in hour one of Wheeler in the Morning. Here we go. Tyler Carr taking a day. This will be the last Monday he gets off as Ever. he was smart enough to book all the Mondays <laughs> off in the month of February, including keeping it real, Louis real long weekend. So he will officially be in five days. He kind of did, you know, what a lot of uh, cities in Canada are doing right now, this whole uh, pilot project of it's- a four day weekend. <laughs> He's testing. He it was out. trying it out. Yeah. yeah, he's just giving it a shot, seeing how it uh, looked on him, and we all got together and said, "No, you're not doing this. You're back in March." <laughs> and he will be back tomorrow morning. He's actually probably taking an extra day after frost on Friday night down at the Downs. If anybody was at that concert and saw Tyler Carr, call the loud line, please, and thank you. Two zero four four seven eight eight zero four zero. We'll get to those calls coming up in just over an hour. If you're at Frost in general and didn't see Kyler Carr, call and give us a review. I was hoping to make that event, but ended up getting caught up on Friday night and didn't make the event. But I'm curious to know whether or not you saw Tyler Carr and give us a quick review of that show Friday night again. Thanks to Stephen Hua and all the organizers of that event, making sure that it actually happened after it got postponed in December. So I, you know what, you think about it. Frost makes a little more sense at the end of February than it does in the middle of December. Boy, does it ever. Yeah, absolutely. It looks great. Speaking, it looked like a great turnout. Yeah. No, I saw I saw some pictures on social media and it looks like everyone had a great time. But uh, specifically looking for phone calls on the loud line, which we'll do here in about an hour regarding Tyler Carr, <laughs> 204-478-8040. If you're on the text machine right now, early morning crowd, this is specifically for you. Now, we've talked quite a bit over the course of these past two and a half years that we've uh, been here on Energy 106 and talking about how we like to not necessarily segregate, but just kind of honor each of our hours of this show. We do a four-hour show, so we got the early morning crowd, we got the wake-up crew, we got the primetime crew, and the stick-around crew. So we've talked for years about, oh, wouldn't it be cool if there was, if we had a T-shirt that was just very, very ambiguous, like, Nobody would know what it said if it said early morning crew or early morning crowd on it, EMC. And then this is a tiny like WITM, like Wheeler in the morning or something. We always talked about it and thought, eh, would there be any interest? Well, we had a promotional meeting last week. And there is a possibility of us being able to do it because back in the old days, we'd have to buy everything in bulk. We don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can do one-offs. So we're thinking about setting up one of these online shops where you would go in, 
you'd pick your size, you'd pick whatever, however many you wanted, you'd pick what style you wanted, whether you're the early morning crew or whoever you may be, you would have that option to pick. So on the text line, early morning crowd, asking you specifically right now at 204-452-1061, is that something that you would wear? And again, it's not going to be one of those big, gaudy, logos right in the middle that says energy 106 i mean it's not like the old days of radio promotions right it would be be very sleek there'd be a couple different styles maybe maybe something on the arm maybe something like i said just very kind of only those that know would know so like if you're walking at uh say you're walking at kp and you see someone wearing that you can stop them and go hey it'd be I'm like part of the emcs too <laughs> i feel like people who like drive a jeep you just see each other you be that you give the nod and you just keep going right. Yep, motorcycle riders. Doesn't matter if you know the person or not. If you pass by each other, you just kind of drop your uh, your hand down. Just yeah. kind of give a bit of a wave. It's not, it's not a big like, hello there, motorcycle driver. It's just, <laughs> just down here. Just now you take your hand off and kind of give a little bit of a wave. So, yeah, one of those kind of things. One of those kind of things. It would just be like a, uh, hey, what's up? I know what that means. <laughs> would you be interested in that? We got a text from Richard. He said, is it T-shirts or muscle shirts, too? Just wondering. <laughs> you know what? With this, that's the beauty part of this shop is that you would be able to kind of pick whatever you like. There'd be a few different styles. There'd be a few different colors. You could kind of almost not necessarily design it yourself, but you could definitely pick what cut is best for you. So, yeah, that would uh, that would definitely be that would definitely be available. Uh, Vanessa says, uh, Nikki Fitz, my bass player in my fictional band. I need a new gym shirt, so I would wear it. Dustin says yes. Krista says definitely. Mm, shirts, hell yeah. Okay. All right, keep those coming in at 204-452-1061. Just want to kind of gauge it a little bit because promo was like, well, we could do this, but it's a little extra effort on our end. We want to make sure we're, it's worth it. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. We're starting a little club. I would have to get a V-neck. Yes, you would. It's weird yeah. seeing you without one. That's true. I just feel like, just feel like I'm getting choked if I wear a, uh, yeah. you know, like, you know, one without a V-neck. We would Deeper actually, the V, the better. Just, sorry, back to Richard's comment. We would have to get muscle shirts because Tyler Carr, that's all he wears. So That's true. Yeah, he does like the muscle shirts. He yeah. was even wearing muscle shirts before he had muscles. I know. He started a trend. You don't need Rob muscles. says cartoon characters on the back. Uh, I, I don't I think the caricature thing kind of died off in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Like, again, like we want this to be sleek. We don't want this mm-hmm. to be like a, a big promotional T-shirt for us where you walk around and, and like be a billboard for us. We just kind of want it to be one of those cool esoteric things that, again, you only know if you know. It, it's like very subtle marketing, but it's something that you can wear with pride and just kind of like just reach out to those that already know. That's 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 kind of what it is in my mind. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I like. Keep those texts rolling in. 204-452-1061. We'll get to the loud line coming up here in just shy of an hour. Tear away a day calendar. We'll cover all the ones that we missed over the weekend. And Jasmine Lane will have, wait, what? Alligators. 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 <laughs> That's next here on Wheeler in the Morning. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. This is our Tear away a day calendar. It's a Christmas gift courtesy of Mama Carr up in Swan River, Manitoba. And we read it every single day around this time to make sure that those that need their medication take it at this time. This past weekend, Saturday, February 25th and Sunday, February 26th of 2023. I'm not antisocial. I'm selectively social. Reminds yeah. me of an old uh, reminds me of an old Bill Hicks bit where he said, "I just don't like people." I actually started to try try to start a political party called the Antisocial Party. Couldn't get anyone to show up. <laughs> uh, for today, Monday, February twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. You're about as useful as a bucket without a bottom. 
Oh. That would be a sleeve then, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be a Yeah, uh, I guess. Wouldn't be a bucket. That would be, that'd be the worst bucket at KFC ever. Our bottomless bucket. Well, why would I buy that? <laughs> All the chicken's going to fall out. It's ridiculous. All right, coming up in the uh, sports feed, not great news for the Jets, and then I've got some good news for the Jets. All right? Okay. Not great news, and then good news, but I'll cover everything that hockey uh, did over this past weekend. Jasmine Lane will have the news feed. First, we do this. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Did you hear last week, it was really big in the news, <clears throat> there was that alligator that attacked the 85-year-old woman in Florida who was taking her dog for a walk? Yeah, briefly, I read the headline. Yeah, well, um, it, it, really unfortunate. So this happened in a senior's community. And authorities, after that happened, have now made the decision to remove all of the alligators in the area. <laughs> Only now have they decided to remove the alligators that regularly patrol the water and shores where all of the seniors from that complex go for their daily walks. Only yeah, now. well, here's the thing. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's wildlife. <laughs> no, no, it's wildlife. I understand. I know it sounds ridiculous for us here up in, in Canada where it's like, oh, we, we see deer. Oh, and we see geese. It's so lovely. It's the same kind of thing down there. They're just kind of part of daily life. They, How crazy they swim is that? the swamps. And I mean, you've seen all the shows on TV like alligator hunters. And it's just it's just part of their daily like that's, some, uh, you, that's actually a really good point because people who are in this complex, they're like, oh, wow, lovely pond. Lots of gators in there, ma'am. And for us, we'd be like, oh, God, no, no, no. I don't want that at all. My goodness. Meanwhile, for them, they're like, it's fine. Whatever. It's just a gator. Grew up with them. Have them. Actually, I'll never forget when we went to Florida, my brother and sister-in-law were driving and uh, they saw a gator on the side of the road and they pulled over on the highway to stop and look at it. And they ended up almost getting ticketed by uh, traffic control. They got pulled over by the cops because they were like, excuse me, ma'am, you can't stop on the side of the highway to look at a gator. Just let the gator pass. And they were like, we're from Canada. We've never seen this before. Ah. Yeah, mostly uh, the only time Canadians see gators is if it's on someone's shoes or on their luggage. <laughs> this is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Lady Gaga is being sued right now for a lot of money. Find out why. Also, maybe make your opinion on if there's any merit about that after this. First, the softball at the very popular John Blumberg Complex will be no more. This is due to changes in the lease for playing in the park and over $3 million in upgrades that Softball Manitoba would need to fund if they renewed their their lease, which is something that they say is just not feasible for them right now. See, this is what happens. I Last week I said, let's put it in a softball team, and you guys are like, no, this is what happens when not enough softball teams show up. I'm very curious, though, because John Blumberg Complex, that's like where all of the weekend tournaments are held usually, so where will Bloom, it be? Bloomberg has been a Bloomberg. staple, an absolute staple in this city for softball tournaments yeah. forever. Yeah. It would be an absolute crying shame. What would they put there? Like, I don't, right? I'm, I'm probably, probably more high-rises and condos and whatnot, but I don't know. <sighs> I've said for years, that they, if they're going to do that, here's here's the best idea the city could do. They always talk about, like, oh, we don't know if the feasibility of having a golf course there is really... This. Here's what you do. You make that a private course. You turn it into retirement center, mm-hmm. uh, retirement course for, for all the seniors and whatnot. Only they get to play the course with family members that decide to come in. And you make Bloomberg an exclusive course for seniors and the city can run it. 
or privatize that's it. That's a great, that, uh, yeah, love that. What would you like to see there? Text us 204-452-1061. Lil Wayne has declared that he is a better rapper than Jay-Z while debating Billboard's 50 greatest rappers of all time chart. Gaga has been sued by the woman who is involved somewhat in her dog theft. So remember, Gaga's dogs were were stolen. Her dog walker was shot. But she had posted a no-questions-asked $500,000 reward for anybody who came forward with information. And even though the woman who came forward was also involved with the men who shot her dog walker and took the dogs... She wants her money. She says, you are the one who said it. You said no questions asked. And that woman in particular hasn't been charged with any crime, but she is friends. She's known the men who did this for years and she knew that they had her dog. So she knew that she would have that monetary reward if she came forward. I kind of, you know what, as, as, as sickening as it sounds... She's kind of right. Well, yeah, I mean, you you said it. And also, too, I came forward and you got your dogs back because of that. I didn't have to come forward and I wouldn't have come forward if it weren't for that money. I don't know. Curious if we'll end up seeing this go to court or if Gaga will just end up paying her out something. We'll keep I want to hear Tyler's comments on that tomorrow. Yeah, let's talk about it. We'll talk about it for sure. All right. Let's get it over with. Winnipeg Jets in action yesterday afternoon at Canada Life Center, downtown Winnipeg, hosting the New York Islanders. Eight minutes into the first period, Jets on, Jets on the power play. Game free, and it's Bo Horvat. He's up ice. Parisi hustling, too. Horvat shorthanded into the zone. Scores! Horvat using more. He is a screen. It's a shorthanded goal. Didn't get any better from there as the Jets lose 4-0 to the Islanders. David Riddick taking the loss in net for the Jets. As predicted on Friday. Do you remember what I said on Friday? Do you remember what I said? You say a lot of things on Fridays. Do you remember what I said specifically about the Winnipeg Jets? Do you, do you like? Can you recall that memory? You, you and Tyler are both that like, They absolutely what? needed huh? to have a win. Yeah, and, yeah, I said, you know, I said, I hate saying must win games, but it's really important that they win the game on Friday against Colorado, which they did not, and the game on Sunday against the Islanders, which they, they did not. And as predicted, the Jets lost both games over the weekend and have dropped from second in the Central to fourth in the Central Division and are now fighting for a wild card spot. Jets have 22 games left to play in the season, including tomorrow night hosting the LA Kings, who are a good hockey team. All right, let's get to some good news coming out of the Winnipeg Jets camp. Have a listen to this. And out they come two on one. This is Niederreiter holding on to it. And he scores! Nino Niederreiter wins the series! Nino Niederreiter has been acquired by the Winnipeg Jets in a trade with the Nashville Predators. The 30-year-old was drafted fifth overall in the 2010 draft. 396 points in 788 games between the Islanders, Wild, Hurricanes and Predators. The Jets give up a second round pick in this year's draft. We will get him for the rest of this year and next year. Then he becomes a free agent. Elsewhere in the NHL, by the way, I don't think the Jets are done yet. Timo Meyer, we had our eye on him. He's gone. He went to the Devils. Mm. Still a chance to kind of shore up before we head into the playoffs. As again, 22 games left for the Jets in the season. Elsewhere in the NHL last night, Sabres beat the Capitals 7-4. Rangers over the Kings 5-2. Minnesota and Columbus. They went to overtime. Zuccarello moves in. Kaprizov driving the net. Zuccarello for Addison. Kaprizov scores! The hat-trick for Corral. It's a win for the world! 
Kaprizov with all three goals for the Wild in this one as they take it 3-2 over the Blue Jackets. Penguins dump the Lightning 7-3. Sid Crosby picking up a goal and an assist. Preds fed on the Coyotes 6-2. Maple Leafs, they had a date with the Seattle Kraken. Lays it across for Justin Hall. A slap pass. They score! John Tavares unmarked at the side of the goal. 12.54 left in the opening period. 2-1 Toronto. Leafs would finish off the Kraken in Seattle 5-1 final. Off to the American Hockey League. Manitoba Moose were at home over the weekend hosting the Milwaukee Admirals, winning Thursday night 3-2 and tying it up late in the game Saturday night to force overtime. He misses him with the pass and Jeff Malott is in on a breakaway. Coming off the wing, Malott shoots, turned aside, Chisholm scores! The Moose will host the Chicago Wolves this weekend at Canada Life Center. The Winnipeg Ice are on a solid road trip in the Western Hockey League. Seven straight wins on the road, including yesterday over the Edmonton Oil Kings 8-1. to That's convincing. They'll rematch tomorrow night before heading to Medicine Hat to take on the Tigers. The Niverville Nighthawks beat the Winnipeg Blues yesterday 3-2 in MJHL action. And in the MMJHL, Charles Woodhawks beat the Twins 5-2. River East beat Stonewall 10-2. And the Raiders beat the Reals 2-1 in overtime. Next hour, I know, I, if you didn't watch it, don't spoil it. If you didn't watch the Scotties final yesterday between Team Canada and Manitoba, don't spoil it for yourself. We'll have the audio coming up in less than an hour. Scotties Tournament of Hearts, full, and oh, and by the way, by the way, mm-hmm. there's something that we do yearly that mm-hmm. we've been doing for the past few years. We're going to do that. Okay. Again, don't spoil any of this. Don't spoil it. It's coming up in less than an hour. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For February 27th, 2023. SZA is set to release 10 unheard songs as part of a deluxe version of her chart-topping new album, S.O.S. The long-awaited, which was the singer's first in half a decade and followed 2017's Control upon release in December, was greeted with critical acclaim and broke a seven-year chart record in the United States this week by celebrating its ninth week at number one in the U.S. SZA recently hinted at a future collaboration with Miley Cyrus after she teased future surprises for fans and hinted at a forthcoming deluxe edition of the new album. Now, Billboard.com have confirmed that a deluxe edition of the new album is coming and that it will feature 10 unheard songs. This week, SZA kicked off her North American Arena Tour. At the first show in Columbus, Ohio, SZA gave live debuts to PSA, Seek and Destroy, Notice Me, Conceited, Gone Girl, Kill Bill, and more as part of a mammoth 32-song set list that also saw her cover Erica Badu's Bag Lady and perform her Kendrick Lamar and Doja Cat collaborations. Harry Styles will legally have to take part in New Zealand's census because he is playing in Auckland, New Zealand on the day it's happening. Foreign visitors who are in New Zealand on the day of the census have to take part. The census, which is taken every five years, falls on March 7th, the day Styles plays his only New Zealand show on his Love on Tour world tour. A spokesperson for the New Zealand government census team told TheGuardian.com that Styles would have to take part. Those who do not participate or provide incorrect information risk a fine of $2,000 in New Zealand or just over $1,200 U.S. Styles will have to answer questions ranging from his household members to his smoking habits and regular income. 
The 2023 census Twitter account confirmed to an inquiring Twitter user that it requires everyone in the country to provide their details, including tourists, visitors, and former members of One Direction. And finally, Little Nas X has taken to Twitter to tease details about his second album. The artist released his debut album Montero back in 2021, which he followed up with Young Boy Never Broke Again collaboration late to the party in 2022. That same year, he shared League of Legends anthem Star Walkin'. Responding to fans on Twitter, he said that his currently unannounced new album will most likely be out this summer. He went on to say that he mostly had planning to do to get the record finished, saying, quote, I could easily just release music, but I have to build moments around this stuff. I have to go bigger than before, unquote. Lil Nas X then said he didn't know how many tracks the album would have, saying, quote, I love so many songs, plus I'm still in studio making music, so it's going to be hard to pick, unquote. When asked if the new album will feature any collaborations, he said, Ooh. That's music news you can use for February 27th, 2023. I'm Dave Wheeler. Ooh, new music coming from Lil Nas X. That's exciting. Curious to see if he ends up hooking up with the Wiggles or not. <laughs> yeah, well, never know. Could be a thing. Sure. Could be a thing. Sure. Uh, coming up after seven o'clock, we'll get into the wake up crew hour. We'll do the loud line, of course. And I haven't talked about it in a while. I've kind of covered it in uh, the weekly web wrap as far as the incredible guests that Hot Ones have had on from First We Feast, the YouTube channel. Man, they've had a dynamite lineup over the past month. I'll touch on that a little bit coming up after 7. Uh, we'll have the news feed. Going to cover the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts. But I want to take a moment here and <clears throat> kind of a shameless plug, if you will. But Jasmine Lane, you've been on the show before. Uh, Tyler Carr has been on the show before. Uh, the Wheeler After Dark podcast, which is a podcast that I started about, boy, I guess almost six years ago now. Oh. Uh, yeah, hard to believe. So I was, I was let go from radio back in 2017. And, uh, within days, my wife and I started a daily podcast called Wheeler in the Morning. And that went on for about a year and a half. And then we added the sad Jaguar. And that went on for a period of time until I started doing this show with you and Tyler Carr. We continued doing that show. It was streamed live on YouTube. It was out daily. It was it was a lot of fun. But things just got way too busy with this show and lives and jobs and all these other things. But my wife and the sad Jaguar had been bugging me for, I'd say, probably half a year saying, let's let, let's do another season. Let's do another season. We won't do it every day. It'll be once a week. We know you spend a lot of time producing it. So let's just do it once a week. Doesn't have to be any pressure. If we get one in, great. If not, no big deal. We're all very busy. But I wanted to play this clip for you because what we do on this show is awesome. And I think I talked about my my love of radio uh, last week, just Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, we have to play inside of the set of rules. But the thing I love about podcasting is we get to do long form conversations and don't have to worry about the CRTC or the CBSC kind of clamping down. It's It's got an explicit tag on it for a reason. And the fact that I get to jump behind a microphone and have fun with my wife and one of my best buddies, a sad Jaguar, and we just rip on each other. It's one of the it's one of the highlights of my week. And I didn't realize how much I missed it until we came back and did season four. So I wanted to play you a an edited an edited <laughs> okay. clip from this show. Uh, and this will actually be um, no one's heard this yet because this is the new episode of Wheeler After Dark will be coming out today at 6 p.m. as it does every single Monday. So uh, have, have a listen to this just to get for those that have never heard the Wheeler After Dark podcast before. This is what it sounds like. Here's a clip from the upcoming show again released tonight. 
at 6 p.m. And again, we're playing this before seven o'clock for the so 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 a lot of the the kids aren't going to hear it. But again, it has been I'm nervous edited with how much you are. <laughs> okay. It has been edited for content. It has been edited for content. But anyways, these this is just some of the ridiculous topics we talk about on the Wheeler After Dark podcast. Have a listen. It's- it's so interesting because, like, some people like to poop with the door closed, music on, silence, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's uh, Ashton Kutcher and his... Uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. They talk about how they have an open-door bathroom policy no. in oh. their house. Yeah. And so they don't shut the door. Nobody Why? shuts the door. And, and it made me just, when you talked about that, made me think of that family. Like, so you're just pooping Where, and your family's your gonna walk in and you're gonna brush teeth like i mean you have uh, to have privacy where's your shame have a little more f-ing shame than that that's disgusting i don't want people in the room when i'm pooping i've walked into the bathroom sometimes and dave's pooping i'm like he's like you can brush your teeth i'm like no i <laughs> no, can't i never, <laughs> never said you yes. can brush your teeth <laughs> <laughs> wait why don't you brush them for her <laughs> that'd be interesting you're taking a brushing her teeth for her. oh my god That's, is that love guys is that what love is <laughs> where the f- did that come from yeah, come on in you brush your teeth you know what, good. you know that song from the 80s i want to know what love is i think we just figured it out we should figure out who sings that and email it to them oh <laughs> no, my god no, no. I've said, you, yeah, listen, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, we have our master bathroom is very large. Okay, but you have five bathrooms. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, why is that ever necessary? It's not. <laughs> Just, that's disgusting. Oh, my hey, God. Hey, you need to brush your teeth? Come on in. <laughs> you know, it goes great with sh- brushing your teeth. Yeah. Like, what the f- is that? Well, you brush your teeth in the shower. Yeah. What? That's not weird. Yeah. That's weird. What's weird about that? You're brushing your teeth in the shower. You're going to let your toothpaste scroll down your body and hit your... (laughs) No, I can't. It sucks when it hits your wiener because it's minty and it's tingly. (laughs) No, that sucks. You got to be careful for that because it stings a little. Brush your teeth in the shower. Weird. I, I, I'm okay with brushing your. I don't hear. I haven't here once. I'm okay with at home. The, I do. Well, the shower's the shower. too cold here because they're cold <laughs> showers. Like, no, I like the cold showers. Yeah, you get used to it pretty quick. As long as you don't leave your toothbrush in the shower. What's wrong with that? You leave it up high. What's the problem? Well, Dave likes to pee in the shower. Oh, yeah, okay, well now yeah. we've got a different situation. Uh, yeah. I mean, as long as you're hitting the shower, as long as you're hitting the drain. Do you pee in the shower? It's not like I'm peeing on the wall. I I hit the drain. Yeah, I hit the drain every time. Do you pee in the shower? No. I don't pee in the shower. That's ridiculous. <laughs> there was one time in Cuba. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's. Uh huh. Yeah. There was there, there was this one time in Cuba. Did you sh- in the shower? No, 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 no. And then he invited me to brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while you're brushing your teeth, I'm just, hey, I'm showering, taking a dump, and brushing my teeth. You want to brush your teeth? When, I, when I'm really constipated, <laughs> razor over. You can shave too. <laughs> when I'm really constipated, I'm like, Candace, can I watch you brush your teeth? I don't know for whatever reason, it just gets my bowel movements going. I can't poop unless you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> That is a pattern you should get out of <laughs> and fast. <laughs> the shower is not for peeing. And it all pee, goes to the same spot. It doesn't matter. It and, does. And you if put you're the peeing, in different oh, uh, receptacles. No, 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 no. It yeah. all goes down the same drain. No, that you have peed in the shower as well while we've been together. I peed in the shower once. Yep, it was oh. an accident. It was an accident. Well, I couldn't hold it in. I, I was brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need a therapist. <laughs> I thought that's with who you were. No, I, I got nothing on this. I can't. I can't. Nope.
And so that is just a taste of the absolute ridiculousness. There's there's no structure. There's no, hey, we're going to talk about this today. We just got to go in and crack the mics and have a whole lot of fun. So, uh, Jasmine, as I mentioned before, you've been on the show before. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of fun. So I, I, We're it, slowly but surely trying to pressure uh, everybody over here at Evanoff to let us do stuff like that. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, the podcasting world, like, think of it like, uh, like practice, like, like the podcast is practice day and then the, the, the morning show is, is game time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's available at six o'clock. You can subscribe to that on your favorite podcast platform. I know. I know. It's ridiculous. It's not for children, <laughs> but it is a whole lot of fun. And you can. So many questions. Oh, go. Sure. Like, like what? Like, how do I, how my wife and I still together? That's a great uh, one. No, like, do you, like, <laughs> Have you actually told her to brush her teeth? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Hey, listen, honey, I have to go upstairs. You want to go brush your teeth? No, <laughs> it's absurdity. It's absurdity oh. at its finest. That is a taste. If you're just tuning in and you're thinking, what, what the heck was that? That was a taste of the Wheeler After Dark podcast, which is available every Monday at 6 p.m. Subscribe to it on your favorite podcast platform. Speaking of podcasts, you can get this one on your favorite podcast platform every day after the show. Just search Wheeler in the Morning. Hour 2 of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr kicks off next. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the Morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. Morning, Loveline. Hard here. Got an interesting story to tell you because I was listening to you guys about the whole prohibition stuff this morning about uh, finding the bottle under the under the uh, statue that the legend. Anyways, um, I'm assuming he was listening in the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was an old podcast, yeah. was like from like a month ago. But that's yeah. okay. You can, yeah. That's the best part about the podcast. You can yeah. catch up. Story goes that uh, Henry Ford down the states, so Henry Ford and uh, the the fellow that owns Standard Oil, which is John D. Rockefeller, uh, mm-hmm. had kind of a beef, and uh, the car that Henry Ford had ran on out al- could run on alcohol. So any farmers or anybody that had a lot of like. Um, bad fruits and vegetables or whatever they could potentially make alcohol and run their car. Well, Standard Oil didn't like that, so they lobbied against that to get distilling alcohol illegal. And that started Prohibition. Anyways, have a great day, guys. Mm -hmm. Hope uh, you're all doing well, and take care. Bum, 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 bum. That's the logo from uh, NBC's The Morning Show. Hey guys, uh, you know things about this um, AI robot, artificial oh, intelligence. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So to clarify here, we've been chatting a lot about AI lately, and we had told a story about an AI robot that could determine it was something that you did through your phone and you like hooked it up on yourself, um, and it had the ability to determine whether or not you and your date were getting along. Like it could, it's kind of like a bit of a mind reader type of an AI. So I think that's what he's talking about here. Um, there's a story in California about, uh, you know, the thing can tell you if your partner or husband or whatever, it, how long you just might be together, okay? If uh, your partner is going to cheat on you or if uh, your partner is going to be a psycho, it tells you if uh, your current relationship is going to work or not. I wish this thing came out years ago. Okay, maybe it would have saved so much money, <laughs> you know, uh, for my ex, because um, I just no way I would have gone out with so many women at all. I would have just uh, kicked them out. Yeah, that would be nice. 
Better well, listen, late than ever. If you, if you think he's crazy, uh, believe me when I tell you, we're not far away from when divorce happens. The AI will take all the data from her phone, all the data from his phone or from whoever's phone and make a judgment right there going, eh, you guys want to split? Hear who is uh, the more terrible in the relationship. I, I guarantee you AI divorces will be a thing of the future Ugh. based on based on your data from your phone. So Tyler Carr was at Frost over the weekend, loud luxury performing at the Downs. And we got a call from somebody who ran into him. Hey, guys, I just wanted to call in. I saw Tyler uh, last night at Frost Festival. The place was an absolute banger. Uh, Tyler, always great to see you. Uh, honestly, looking forward to the next event that they throw there. Such a great time. Have a good day. What the heck? What the heck? No tea? That's it? Just nice bumping into you? Nice seeing you, Tyler. Can you tell us something weird that he did, yeah. please? Exactly. You made a call out earlier on the show for anyone yeah. that bumped into tea car. We wanted all the tea. Gosh. Uh, okay, we have a series of hilarious calls coming up, but I have to get this one first. Best saving the best for last, obviously. Uh, this one is mostly for you, Dave. Yeah, you guys really should keep that going, man. Like Tyler Carr, that's sort of your like calling card, bro. Uh, and for Dave, I got a weird one for you, man. A buddy what? showed me a song, and I was like, man, this is like crazy you're probably gonna have to bleep that out but anyways uh check out house of the butterflies by r andrew humphrey it's on spotify check out the lyrics on that i think you might have to look it up on a different site to see that but uh pretty interesting dude and pretty interesting song sure all right well i've I literally just pulled it up here on uh on youtube and nine months ago it was uploaded 884 views so it's very 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 unknown i'll have a look at it but obviously that i can't play it in front of tyler because any song that says house of the butterflies is going to scare oh, the crap out of him good point so this call series of calls i should say <laughs> they may not have been at frost but boy did they have a good weekend jasmine tyler <laughs> i'm the caroling lady's grandma and she just got kicked out of the bar oh i'm her grandson and she just got kicked out of the bar Send help, please. It gets better. <laughs> oh, no. I don't care. Oh, David, David, this is late. <laughs> the lady. I was just taking my grandson out for his first beer. Guess what? A seven-year-old got kicked out of the bar. Grandma got kicked out. <laughs> SOS, stand up. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's the Carolyn lady's daughter. I went oh, to pick them up. They're safe. <laughs> no need to worry. <laughs> Have oh, a good morning. <laughs> yeah, that's what, happens when, that's what happens when you take the Caroling lady to a karaoke bar. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> You can't sing Christmas carols in February. <laughs> you can call the loud line anytime. Here's the number. Second last day of February, and then we're into March, which is official. Yeah, I know. You're That's, shaking your head. I get it. Uh, whoa. Well, just think we're uh, we're three, just over three weeks out from spring. That's uh, uh, whoa. How about that? How about that? It's one of like I'm happy. It's cool. Yeah, sweet. But also, it's like man, as you get older, I feel like just yesterday was Halloween. No, no, no. Three weeks away from spring, and you will catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, especially in the weather right now. Holy moly. Today, uh, getting up to a high of one chance of light snow, though. We're sitting at minus seven right now.
All right, so uh, there's a show I watch, and I've watched faithfully. You know, like when somebody discovers like a band or an artist, like right in their inception, you're like, oh my god, these guys are going to be huge. And then when they get really, really huge, you're like, I was one of the OG members. They're like, yeah, right, whatever. You're probably yes. bad, like a jumper. <laughs> I, I, I kind of have that sort of ownership of hot ones because I watched it in like the dark days when they were just getting like D level celebrities off the internet that nobody knew about. But I was just fascinated by a guy named Sean Evans, who hosted the show, and just how incredible he was with his questions. And to me, he is the gold standard right now for interviews. Pair that with the fact that they have 10 spicy chicken wings, ranging from a very low heat level all the way up to one of the highest levels possible on Earth. And just watching these celebrities now, I mean, like they've managed to make themselves a very, very, very successful show where they've had Everyone from Charlize Theron on, Matt Damon's been on. I mean, they, they've had some huge guests on. Mm-hmm. And, and watching these people completely get disarmed throughout the process and answer questions, not only honestly, but just kind of out of sheer, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just, just naturally. Yeah. Because they just like, oh, if I, the quicker I answer this question, the quicker this will all be over. And the, the list of people they've had on their show for this season – Brian Cranston mm-hmm. made his return and came on and just talked about the ins and outs of, of his brilliant acting career. And his it brilliant had- mind. Gosh, that episode was like, whoa. Lenny Kravitz, which was the first generational uh, uh, series they had because they had Zoe Kravitz on last year, his daughter. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time they've had daughter and then father on. Uh, they followed up with LL Cool J, who was just unbelievable. The guy is an absolute icon in the hip hop game. And at one point during that interview, he says, man, you are the smartest guy alive. There are so many people in the industry that I would love to sit down and make them do this and just ask them questions <laughs> because you answer them so honestly. And then a guy who we're going to see hopefully on stage in the coming weeks here when the Oscars come up, a guy by the name of Austin Butler. And if you're not familiar with him, he played not only was he in Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in a smaller role, he played the, the role of Elvis in the Baz Luhrmann biopic Elvis. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because... He played the role of Elvis for two years, and he did method acting. So for those that don't know what method acting is, it means you essentially become that character while you're filming. So even in the uh, even in the, the catering tent or in the dressing room or at home or in his hotel, when he's dealing with people, he's like, Hey, man, how you doing? Like, like he, he was Elvis, and he had people refer to him as Elvis so he could make sure that he was going to nail that character. And it's funny because this, a similar thing happened to Jim Carrey, after he was done shooting Man on the Moon, where he method acted Andy Kaufman, when he came out of it, he had a real hard time separating mm-hmm. who Jim Carrey was from who Andy Kaufman was. And it's funny watching Austin Butler, since he stopped filming Elvis, he has very slowly gotten rid of that Elvis accent. But even in Hot Ones, he was still like, yeah, man, yeah. Like, he still had that You're so really kinda, conditioned. Yeah, he still had kind of had that Tennessee vibe to him, you know what I mean? So it, it, was, it was a really, really good interview. And case in point, I, why I thought he was a great cast for the role, Elvis was famous for eating uh, peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwiches. That's and so weird. It's actually really good. You should try it. I'm open. Give it a shot. Okay. Peanut butter. Bacon, bacon banana. Banana. Austin okay. Butler grew up on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And at the end of the interview, they rolled out this cart and said, we would like you to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich the way you see it. And then they shared that as their uh, as their last meal Aww. after they finished the last thing, which is really cool. But 
If you haven't had a chance to watch Hot Ones yet, I highly implore you, especially if you like uh, an interview style show that's not too long. It's no longer than 20, 25 minutes, mm-hmm. depending on uh, who they have on. They've had one of the Kardashians on once yeah, upon I a think time. Chloe was on it. Uh, they had uh, who was um, uh, Queen Latifah was on once upon a time. Um, who was the oh Justin Timberlake's been on like the, like the 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 amount of celebrity that they've had on the show is absolutely mind blowing. And what I love best is when people stop and look at Sean Evans and go, "Wow, that's an incredible question," or they go, "Wow, how did you know about that?" You really appreciate the art of the interview mm-hmm. almost more so than the celebrity itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good show. I'm just starting or to get into it now. Like I said, I watched the Brian Cranston episode and I was like, this is so incredibly insightful and wise and and inspiring. And so you get a, that a lot from the people that he interviews. Hot ones. It's available on YouTube exclusively. And uh, yeah, a whole lot of fun watching. And you know what? It uh, it may, may, may get you to want to start uh, having some spicier sauce in your life. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Jasmine Lane's going to have the news feed here momentarily. Scotty's Tournament of Hearts. Don't spoil it. I'm going to have all the details coming up. Team Canada, Team Manitoba, and all Manitoban final results coming up next here on Wheeler in the Morning. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. What is one thing about your past that if you could, you'd have it wiped from the internet forever. <laughs> We're going to dive into that. First, though. <laughs> uh, I think everyone knows. <laughs> uh, the newly opened public washrooms that uh, they opened up just near Maine and Higgins. They are now reducing their hours. It will now be so sorry. They were first at 10 hours a day and now they're going to be going to eight hours a day. Um, this isn't uh, this has nothing to do with any type of violence or anything like that. It just has to do with funding. So they said ideally they'd like to be open for as long as they possibly can, but unfortunately they just can't afford it at the moment. Yeah, for, for, on the surface from what I read, it sounds like their funding's running out at the end of the year and so so they can just have that money to stay open longer. Yeah. They have, they have to shorten their hours now in order to stay open. Yeah, so yeah. And, until they can get that refunding, that's actually a pretty smart financial move. Mm-hmm. The second member of BTS is heading to enlist. Start charging for toilet paper. That would help. They do that in some countries. It's not yeah, fun. I know. It's not fun it's when you don't know about it till you go to the bathroom and you're like, yeah. wait, huh? The second member of BTS heading to enlist in mandatory military service in South Korea isn't doing so before dropping a new single on the street comes out March 3rd, right before he enlists. You post it and it's there forever. If you've ever had regrets about something on the Internet, one in three people have said that they statistically would be willing to give up a lot in order to have their dating history permanently wiped from the internet. One of their biggest fears is that hackers could actually get a hold of their conversations and their intimate private moments with people that they've matched with on Hinge or whatever and uh, use that information against them as blackmail. Yeah, well, listen, I, uh, I've i been warning you kids for years. Don't put stuff on the Internet that you don't want up there long term, especially sending uh, some intimate photos with somebody you don't know. Mm-hmm. Scotty's Tournament of Hearts from Kamloops, British Columbia. Good news for Manitoba. It was a win-win situation. Team Canada represented by three-time champ Kerry Anderson playing out of Gimli, facing six-time Scotty's champ Jennifer Jones out of the St. Patel Curling Club. Tied 2-2 at the start of the fifth end. Anderson scores two to go up 4-2. It was smooth sailing from there as Team Anderson wins 10-4, scoring five in the ninth end. 
to make it a four-piece for Woo! Terry Anderson. Congrats to Carrie, Val Sweeting, Shannon Burchard, and Brianne Harris. Wow, they lost only one game the entire tournament, and that was to Team Jones, which forced them into the page playoff before facing Jones again in the finals. As you can imagine, Carrie Anderson got a little emotional after the win. Oh my God, it means so much. Um, I'm just, oh God, it's uh, unbelievable uh, to be up there with uh, Colleen Jones. Like, that's pretty impressive. Four titles in a row, it's amazing. We had to work extremely hard to win this. So extremely proud of my teammates, especially Brianne. Like, holy smokes. She's a holy real smokes. It's been amazing. Holy smokes. Oh. Thanks for proving to everyone you're from Manitoba, Carrie. Holy, holy smokes. smokes, eh? <laughs> uh, now, there's something we've been doing on the show. It actually started back on the uh, on the Wheeler in the Morning podcast uh, before it came here to Energy 106. But we, because it, it, it has to happen. It, and if I, 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 she's expecting this call because she knows that it's part of the good luck charm now. We will be True. calling Carrie after 9 a.m. Because keep in mind, we're two hours ahead of British Columbia, and she's probably still in Kamloops. So I'm going to give her till about 9.20 this morning. And for you podcast listeners, I will put that in as the bonus track, because normally you don't get the 9.20 break. But we are going to call Carrie after 9 o'clock this morning. Congratulations. Four Pete, baby. Yeah, Come on. Awesome. Let's go. Anderson and company will represent Canada at the World Championships in Sweden. Sweden. Next month. Great meatballs. Over to golf. As the Honda Classic took place in Florida over the weekend. Kirk steps in. And for the first time in almost eight years is a winner again on the PGA Tour. 14 under par for Chris Kirk, who wins in a playoff and picks up $1.5 million. Top Canadian was Taylor Pendrith, who tied for 42nd and puts $28,000 in his pocket for his efforts. Next up on the PGA Tour is the Arnold Palmer Invitational this weekend. Over to the Live Golf Tour. Mayakoba, Mexico, just south of Cancun, in the first event of the season for the Rebel Golf League. Paul Casey was the leader after day one, but fell off over the weekend, opening the door for Charles Howell III. A first win on the Live Golf Tour for him, a first win since 2018. Charles Howell III is our champion in Mexico. Okay, so now in comparison, in comparison, this is one of the this is one of the big reasons a lot of these guys left the PGA Tour. Chris Kirk picked up one point five million dollars over on the PGA Tour for winning. Charles Howell the third picks up four million dollars for the win. Whoa. And his team now it's what's different is the PGA you're all an individual. On the Live Golf Tour, you play in teams. Mm-hmm. So his team also won, and that team is captained by Bryson DeChambeau. They're called the Crushers. The team picks up an extra three million dollars as a team. And they just so, split that evenly, I would assume. Yeah. yeah. So Charles Howell III makes closer to like $4.7 million. That's awesome. It's incredible. Next up for the Live Tour is in Tucson, Arizona in mid-March. NASCAR Cup Series Auto Club 400 from California. What may be the final super speedway NASCAR race ever in Southern California. RCR, baby. Goes to Kyle Busch. That's right. How about you, RCR and everybody, Kyle Busch. Unbelievable. The number eight Chevy takes the checkered flag and picks up 49 points in the process in the Cup Series. All right. Okay. All right. Hang on to your hats here. You ready? You ready? Yep. Exhibition boxing as Jake Hmm. Paul stepped. Actually, you know what? I want to do this story first. Uh, What do I got here? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exhibition boxing. Jake Paul stepped in the ring with an actual boxer Mm -hmm. for the first time in his career. Instead of fighting washed up uh, UFC fighters and then other YouTubers and celebrities and whatnot. Tommy Fury, younger brother of Tyson Fury, who's the current heavyweight champion of the world. It was an eight-round exhibition. 
Paul knocks down Fury in the eighth. The fight went to the scorecards. For the winner by split decision, Tommy loses for the first time but he still picked up a heap of money in the pay-per-view dollars paul mm-hmm. takes home 8.2 million and fury <laughs> takes home 4.5 million for the win now there's a little bit of controversy here jasmine lane there's a little bit of controversy here okay the day before the fight happened so it happened uh, here in north america sunday afternoon because it was in it was in saudi mm-hmm. so a day before the fight this script leaks online oh yeah yeah, yeah. i heard about this so basically it said, here's what's going to happen in round one. Here's what's going to happen in round two. Here's what's going to happen in round three, all the way through to the end. And it showed Jake Paul winning by TKO. Now, it's interesting because that's not the way the fight went. I, mm. And I almost feel like because that script leaked, they had to go the other way with it just to prove that it wasn't scripted. Is that actually how stuff like that works? Well, it, it, that's very WWE of them. Well, it, it's been it has been. People have said that the NFL has been scripted. Hmm. People have said that the NHL has been scripted. There are people that are saying that, you know, obviously the owners and the the league want certain teams to win. There's never been any any actual proof. The promoters of this fight said, no, that's absolutely ridiculous. That's completely fake. But it's it's just interesting, the timing of it. And because it's not an actual sanctioned boxing match, it's just more of an exhibition match. And, of course, Jake Paul's always said, you know, I want to put on a show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a professional boxer. So it all kind of fits. I hope it's untrue. I really hope it's not true. They're denying it through and through as they would. But it's just interesting how the fight ended up playing out almost completely the opposite, opposite. Yeah. to what the script said. So, huh. yeah, look into that how you will. Sneaky, and finally, sneaky snakes. It is a little bit, right? Yeah. It is a little bit. And finally, Grapefruit League action yesterday as the Florida spring training schedule is underway for Major League Baseball. The Jays got dumped by the Yankees 9-5. 31 days until opening day! For Major League Baseball! Yeah. I'm not excited at all, can you tell? <laughs> From the big screen to the small screen, he talks about it all. It's Talking Movies with Brian Lataki on Energy 106. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we talk about one of the craziest movies with one of the best titles I've heard in a while, Cocaine Bear. Medic! Beth, we should go. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. A bear did cocaine. What? There was a bear. (gasps) We have such good luck in nature. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. Written by Jimmy Warden and directed by Elizabeth Banks, Cocaine Bear stars Carrie Russell as Sari, Alden Ehrenreich as Eddie, O'Shea Jackson Jr. as David, Ray Liotta as Sid, and features Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Brooklyn Prince, Christian Convery, Margot Martindale, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and Christopher Hiju. 
Now, the story of a black bear in Georgia consuming cocaine that was dropped from a plane was one that has floated around the internet for a very long time. And maybe that's why I wasn't the least bit surprised when the movie Cocaine Bear was originally announced. And this dramatized version of those events that took place in 1985 quickly became one of those movies that people were either incredibly excited for or couldn't wait to miss. Story-wise, it's actually pretty good. It is deliciously stupid in so many ways. Look, if you paid money to go and see a movie called Cocaine Bear and you are expecting a cinematic masterpiece for some reason, then you are setting yourself up for failure. Maybe I owe you a hug or something. You, you, you need it. This movie is absolutely insane from top to bottom. And it's not a bad thing. Elizabeth Banks, yes, that Elizabeth Banks of Hunger Games fame. Happy Hunger Games. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Absolutely leans into the absurdity of this story. Cocaine Bear is a ton of fun if you want it to be. Acting wise, well, that's where we start to hit a snag. While Carrie Russell plays her role of a distraught mother pretty straight, Alden Ehrenreich and O'Shea Jackson Jr. both seem to be struggling from laughing their entire way shooting this film. Again, I wasn't expecting any Academy Awards to be awarded to anybody involved in this movie, but everyone had a good time, which meant I had a good time. Also, it is worth mentioning here that this was the last fully completed film Ray Liotta was in, and there's also a very nice in-memoriam for him at the end. Overall, Cocaine Bear is as crazy and ridiculous as you would hope a movie with the name Cocaine Bear would be. Its perfect 95-minute runtime ensures that you aren't bored or the insanity doesn't wear off. It's a fun, simple film that pulls some laughs, has a couple tense moments, maybe a few scares, followed by even more laughter. Just know that you're in for a ridiculous movie and you'll be all right. I give Cocaine Bear a B. Now is your chance to win tickets and treats to Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. All you need to do is text your name for a chance to win to 204-452-1061 right now because we're hooking up one lucky listener with movie tickets, popcorn, and a drink to Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. And maybe I'll see you at the movies. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, I'd love to not remember this, but it kind of seems like a thing that stays with a man forever. Oh, I want to send a big old, sh- big huge shout out to all of the brave people that went out yesterday down on the Assiniboine and the Red River. The incredible, incredible kilt skate happened yesterday, and as much as I wanted to go out, my. Uh, if you were tuned into the show last week, I blew up my calf when I was jumping around like a 43-year-old idiot, and I was not able to partake yesterday. But I want to give a great big Scottish shout-out to all the people that went out, Scottish or not, that went out for a skate yesterday. I think that's just such a cool tradition. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. Started in Ottawa about eight years ago, and it's just kind of spread throughout Canada, and I think it's really, really cool. So good on you. Good on you, all you, all you Scotsmen and all you lads and lassies that went out there and braved the cold. Good weather for it, though, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're going to be wearing a kilt. So funny, honestly, weather-wise, like, Sunday night, it's, like, minus 800, and then yesterday, or, sorry, Saturday night, it's, like, minus 800, then yesterday, it's, like, minus 2. How? Gotta love the prairies. (sighs) Gotta love the prairies. Time now is 7.51. My name's Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr returns to the show tomorrow. Coming up after 8 o'clock, coming up in the prime time hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Jasmine Lane, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? One of them is the truth. 
about four to eight months. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So we're going to touch on something that was a conspiracy theory and now turns out was kind of the truth. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And it was maybe kind of exposed a little bit on Saturday Night Live over the weekend, too, which is a kind of an odd space to do that. We'll touch on that. And remember last week, Tyler Carr was complaining about Big Brother and yes. how he's not going to be able to watch Big Brother in the true Big Brother fashion. Mm-hmm. I've got a solution for him. Okay. I've got a solution for him coming up after eight o'clock. All that and more in the primetime hour. First, we do this. Wait. What? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. How old were you when you got like your first piercing or your first body modification of sorts? My dad took me to get my ear pierced. It's my left ear uh, when I was 12 years old. Okay. Okay. Like Because he had his ear pierced and so okay. he wanted to be like dad, right? That's cute. Um, I, I got my first piercing when I was like, I don't know, three years old was when I got my ears done. People pierce their baby's ears and stuff all the time, yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of people will do that for, for their for their, for their children so they don't remember ever getting done. And the, I mean, well, it doesn't it really heals, hurt that much. It but. heals so fast, too, when you're right. a baby. Um, teen mom star Farrah Abrams is oh sick of people oh. calling her a bad mother. And this time... It was after she posted a video of her 14-year-old daughter getting her lip pierced. She also got her ears pierced. Um, But she has said to all the parents who are blowing up on her in the comment section about how irresponsible it is to let her 14-year-old daughter get her lip pierced, she's like, look in the mirror, because plenty of the things that I'm sure your kids are doing are much worse than my 14-year-old getting her lip pierced. At least you can take that out. Well, listen, I mean, I, I will give her credit. Uh, she was there. She walked mm-hmm. her through it. She probably had the conversation with her like, this is going to be a real thing. And if you're going to do it, I'd rather you do it under my watch than doing it in a sleazy garage somewhere at a friend's mm-hmm. house or an abandoned house. It's like, hey, I got a needle and some ice. You want to do this? Much rather. If you're going to do it, let's do it together so I can monitor this and we can talk about it rather than you going off and being a rebel about the whole thing. I, I am not usually one to stand up for her, but uh, <laughs> good on her. And I think she has every right to be upset about that. I will say uh, one of the things that was interesting, too, that she said since is her daughter actually wanted to get like a bunch of other piercings as well. But when they sat down with the piercer, her daughter was kind of like, hey, here's all these other things that I want to get done. And the piercer had had a discussion with her and talked her out of them. So um, to end up with a lip piercing, whatever. There's If you don't want to have a scar when you're older, get a filler like your mom, I guess. And then it doesn't yeah. even exist anymore. Everything all at once is a movie. It's not life. <laughs> I want to go back a little bit and um, tell you a quick story for those that don't know. So when the pandemic first started, my wife and I in the Sad Jaguar had just finished doing a stand-up comedy bit at Royal at Four Crowns on, on McPhillips. And it was about a week after that the whole, hey, this whole coronavirus thing could be a thing. And so we took it extremely seriously. Like, I, I, I'm not... Humble brag here, but Jaguar uh, went out and got a whole bunch of um, latex gloves, medical masks. We went to the grocery store. We loaded up. I was wearing a mask, uh, I'd say probably March of 19. And people are looking at me going, oh, it's the first time I've ever seen a mask. Like, we we, we were all in. We're like, okay, World Health Organization says this is a thing. We're, we're going to mask up. And then we kind of, like, saw what was happening and just kind of played it by ear a little bit, like, fully in. And then all of a sudden, we kind of peeked our head up from the rabbit hole and kind of went, Whoa, what, 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 what's, what's happening? And then we just kind of shifted a little bit, started questioning things, started looking at evidence that was presented and using logic and, and rationale and reasoning to try and figure out what was going on. And one of the big ones was, where did it come from? Like, where did it start? And we had been told that it was this 
bat or this person that worked at this Wuhan coronavirus lab in Wuhan, China, and he was at a wet market and he got someone sick and then it just kind of spread from there. And then I saw a guy by the name of John Stewart who used to hold, host The Daily Show. He was on Stephen Colbert. And he's he's a very, very left-wing guy. And he even he was on that show going, huh, maybe could it be from the laboratory called the Coronavirus Laboratory in Wuhan, China? I mean, the name kind of explains the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And people said, no, 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 no. That's not the case. Don't pin this on that. It was a na- it was naturally spread. Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Teresa Tam here in Canada was like, no, 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 no. This is all natural. Everyone to slow down. And now... Now, every single major news source, including CNN, including Fox, including CBS, including all of them, all of them, they're all running headlines this morning. Wall Street Journal was the one that kind of brought it out. I'm going to read you a quote here. This is from CNN.com. The U.S. Department of Energy has assessed that the COVID-19 pandemic most likely came from a laboratory leak in China, according to a newly updated classified intelligence report. Two sources said that the Department of Energy assessed in the intelligence report that it had, quote, low confidence, unquote, the COVID-19 virus accidentally escaped from a lab in Wuhan. Intelligent agencies can make assessments with either low, medium or high confidence. A low confidence assessment generally means that the information obtained is not reliable enough or too fragmented to make a more definitive analytic judgment or that there is not enough information able to draw more robust conclusions. Now, there are some on one side saying, no, 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 it wasn't leaked. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, it was. And so now a whole bunch of people in the United States government are saying, all right, we need answers. Enough of this. We got to find out because the things that it did to our society are some of them are irreparable. I have a question. Sorry. Um, so you said in that quote that you read that they that it was unlikely that it was accidental. So does yeah, that accidental. mean dental? So it means it was a leak. So it was possibly purposely intentionally let out i mean that's something people have been fearful of forever when it comes to different governments and stuff right everybody's working on so much different stuff we have the only level five virology lab here in winnipeg Mm -hmm. in the entire country and i don't know if anyone remembers but in uh, i think it was early 2020 there was a couple of uh scientists that Mm -hmm. were on loan from china that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden just disappeared yeah they went back and disappeared searches for them and warrants and yeah it was a whole thing it was a thing and so people are asking for a little more transparency here because again the impact that it had on our society some of it will never go back to the way it was ever even still yeah absolutely so in saying that i don't want to i don't want it to come across as me saying i feel vindicated by it because i don't but what I'm glad to see is a lot more people asking questions kind of like the way I did in that in that first year, kind of going, wait a second here. Let's use some logic here and see if we can figure this out. And when I first did that, people were like, shut up and put your mask on. Shut up and take the vaccine. Just shut up and do it. Shut up and do it. And if you don't, you're not going to be part of our society. And we'll get over that eventually. That'll all come out in the wash. But I, I, I'm just glad to see people are going, huh, wait a second here. And I know that all the dust has settled for the most part. Maybe we should look into this a little bit and leave it to a guy like Woody Harrelson. Who was just here in Winnipeg not too long ago, shooting uh, shooting mm-hmm. his new movie, his new basketball movie, right? He was the host of Saturday Night Live over the weekend. Now, say what you want, he's a redneck hippie. He even calls himself a redneck hippie. He's from Texas, smokes a lot of dope. And he did this, his opening monologue talked about how he does smoke a lot of dope, but he decided to quit until the end of the show. 
And he did this whole bit about how his memory's not that good. And he kept talking about this script that he had written and he kept getting sidetracked, which is, you know, what happens when you smoke a lot of pot. And he's like, I even said to my wife, like, you know, like, I think my, my memory's not as good. And I think I get, you know, a little forgetful as the day goes on and the more pot I smoke. And I was kind of hoping she'd say, no, honey, that's not the case. And she said, I'm glad you're aware of it. <laughs> and so he went on and on and on. And finally, towards the end of the monologue, he goes, oh, right, right, right. Finally, this script, I was in Central Park and I was leaning back and I had this idea for a script. And here's what he said. So the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea of being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. For that to go out on national television on Saturday, you you kind of tell there was like an uncomfortable laughter there because people are kind of like, what are you doing, Woody? What are you you doing? Here's the thing. Anybody can be conned, but admitting to the fact that you've been conned, that's the hard part. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's really the hard part. But all this information that's coming out now. Really, 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 really fascinating and kind of very similar to what we talked about last week with the whole uh, train crash that mm-hmm. happened in Ohio. And now that, that those chemicals are spreading into southern Ontario and Tyler says, well, what do we do about it? That's a great question. What do we do about it? We had our lives disrupted for close to three years. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about that? It's a wonderful question. I don't have the answer, but I'm all ears trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, with stuff like this, too, I mean, if if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, oh, conspiracy, blah, um, I, I don't know. I've just always, regardless of where you fall in anything, I think it's so important to just be well-educated on every side, even the sides that you that make you mad when you read it or whatever because you disagree with it so much. It, it's just so important to do your research on everything, everything. And so something like this coming out, now we're kind of seeing the tables turn a little bit um, amongst a large portion of the population of people that are doing more research and it's kind of making them change their minds or they're looking into it more instead of just following the group and and whatever, which as human beings, we tend to do that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Definitely going to keep an eye on it, I guess. As for what do we do after the whole three years thing, I have an answer for you. Very simple. Everybody gets a year-long vacation from work and we just go party and live it up. <laughs> great. I love it. Let's party. That's the solution. <laughs> by, by the I'm way, not I saw getting a great any younger meme. here. <laughs> I saw I saw a great uh, meme over the weekend that was sent to me by a dear friend of mine. It says, not to sound technical, but according to chemistry, alcohol is a solution. <laughs> what are we doing? Putting it on our hands, idiots. Yeah, like- <laughs> right? Uh, we'll lighten things up a little bit. Tyler Carr had a big issue with Big Brother and Howard. They were changing some of the ways they're going to broadcast that show. I've got a solution for him that's coming up here in five minutes on Wheeler in the Morning. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Uh, last week, Friday on the show, when Tyler Carr was here, he returns tomorrow, by the way. He's uh, taking his last Monday of the month off. It's uh, last Monday ever. He's never allowed to take Mondays again. Never. Never, never ever. If we got to suffer through Monday, so do you, T. Carr. Yeah. Ha! Ha! Uh, so he was talking about, he's a Big Brother fan, huge Big Brother fan. He's actually applied to be on Big Brother Canada, mm-hmm. and he watches the show religiously. He throws parties with his friends, loves this show. Now, correct me if I'm going to get any details wrong, because I am not a Big Brother fan. I think I maybe watched the first season like 20 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. But 
he the, the, what they're doing is on the Big Brother website. You're able to watch the behind the scenes 24 hours a day where those cameras are rolling. And what they do is they edit in the games and whatnot, uh, so you know, that they'll put on broadcast television. But they're not putting that 24 hour stream on anymore, and that's going to be more edited and choosy. And they're going to be a little more picky choosy with what they actually put on the camera. Am I am yep. I accurate on that? Yep. All right. So Tyler Carr was basically saying, well, that's not Big Brother. That's that's not what the show is about. The idea of Big Brother is being a, being watched 24 hours a day for everything. I found a solution. Go to your Google machine. Okay, I'm on the Google machine. You're, is, is, you got Google open right yep. there right now? Yeah. Okay. So if you go to Google.com, type in YouTube. Okay. Wow, I spelt... <laughs> I'm not even actually going to tell you what I accidentally typed because that is embarrassing. I'm in YouTube. Why? Oh, okay. So right <laughs> in the top left corner, uh, right beside the YouTube logo, you're going to see like a little uh, a little gif there with uh, some polar bears or it might, it might be a different animal of some kind. You got that? No. Can no? Wait, am I clicking YouTube? Yeah, click on YouTube. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Top so when you went corner. Top left corner, right okay. beside the YouTube logo. There should be like a couple pull. That's I'm seeing a couple polar bears. It all depends on where you click in through, but it should be some like live animals there. Yeah, I'm not seeing that at all. You're not seeing that at all? Okay. Oh, wait. No, nothing. You're not seeing that? Okay, type in YouTube live animals. They're doing this thing kind of like similar to their Google widget where they're giving you 24-hour live streams for different <gasps> animals. Oh. So you can get uh, Siku and his polar bear family. You can get pandas 24-7. You can get Seattle Aquarium sea otter cam. You can get two hours of oh, shrimp. Puppies. You can get uh, whole giraffes, beluga, baby belugas, oh. all 24 hours, any time of day. And believe me, there's drama there. One of them might get eaten. Wow. They might be breeding <laughs> at one point. And the animals don't even care. They don't even care. That's the best part. Oh, I love it. Isn't that it's sweet? so cute. So if you're if, if Tyler Carr is that that committed to watching something 24 hours a day and seeing all behind the scenes, here's his channel. Yeah. There we Good go. Job, YouTube. Yeah. Oh. This is this is this is Big Brother animal style. I'm watching one with a meerkat. Cute, right? Oh, they're just running around having the time of their lives. I'm going to click on the panda cam. Oh, so it's an enclosure in a panda. Oh, I see a human. I see a human bringing some food. This must be at a, uh, yeah, it must be at some sort of uh, zoo, I guess. Zoo or something or some sort of sanctuary. Here we go. Found an aquarium. Live stream of black tip reef sharks. I'm in. There you go. See? Don't have to tell me twice. Holla. This is is pretty impressive stuff. This uh, This is your answer to Big Brother. And, and... It's nature, and it's not acting, and it's, it's cool. not people being mean to each other. You want reality TV? This is real. That's it. Yeah. Right there. Thank you, YouTube. I appreciate <laughs> that. Now I got something to put on the background 24 hours a day. It's like having my own little aquarium with sharks swimming in the background. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. This is perfect. Uh, there you go, Tyler Carr. We will talk about that tomorrow morning when he returns on the show. All right. Here's the deal. We announced last hour that Carrie Anderson... Four-time champ at the Scotties Tournament of Hearts beating Jennifer Jones last night in Kamloops, British Columbia. We reported on that last hour. We're going to keep in mind we're two hours ahead of Kamloops. We're going to try her before nine o'clock. We're going to try and get her up early. Maybe she's still up. Who knows? We'll do our best. If not, we'll try her again after nine o'clock. All that coming up after the news feed and the sports feed next year on Wheeler in the Morning. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. 
I mean, you'd think PETA could use their money for something a little bit better than this, but hey, it's their donated money to do with what they want. Uh, more details on that. First, though, the pop-up shelter at 604 St. Mary's Road has closed their doors for the season. They are hopeful that they'll be able to get the funding in order to keep it open year-round soon, but unfortunately, they do not have it right now. Thankfully, though, it was open during the last cold snap. Ant-Man and the Wasp refused to get dethroned by Cocaine Bear this weekend in the box office. Though it was close, though. It, it, was close. Yeah, it really was. And Ant-Man dropped 69% on its second weekend, which is a that's huge, a huge that's drop. A, that's a Marvel record for the biggest drop, and Cocaine Bear was chomping at his heels. And By the way, uh, Brian Lotaki, coming up here in just over an hour, will review Cocaine Bear. By the way, you know, Elizabeth Banks, you know who she is? Yeah. She's, Welcome to the Hunger Games. That's her. She directed this movie. She did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's coming up just after 930 with Brian Lataki. Uh, just so you know, though, Ant-Man is still number one. Maybe not for long. PETA is using their money to style Rihanna. They saw her photographed wearing what they say is real fur. So, um... Yeah, they put some of their donation money together and they sent her a new coat that is faux fur that looks similar to the one that she was wearing. They also said that they would love if Riri donated her real fur so they could give them to earthquake survivors who lost everything and need to get through the winter. And to that, I say, why didn't you use your money to do that instead of to send a billionaire a new coat? That's not Mm -hmm. real fur. Hmm. I'm not making any promises. I'm not making any promises. I have not set this up. I think she knows it's coming because we do it. We've done it for the past four years. I'm not making any promises because it's 645 in the morning in Kamloops, British Columbia. So they might still be up. We're going to try and ring four-time champ of the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts, Carrie Anderson. If we can't get a hold of her now, we'll do it in about half an hour or so. But let's. I'm not making any promises, but we're going to try. We're going to try. Okay. Oh. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> I feel like she's a little too big for us, but I mean. No. No. We are unable what? to complete your call as done. Is it long distance? Yes. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Okay. Is that where I, oh, that's the. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I'm you so happy this. I wrote notes how to use this phone. Again, not making any promises. She may answer. She may not. If we get her voicemail, hang up right away. Okay. Maybe we'll leave her a message. Hi, you've reached Carrie Anderson. Uh, Sorry, can't get to the phone right now. If you leave me a short message, I'll call you back. Thanks. All right. Okay. After leaving a message, you can hang up or press pound for more options. Carrie, 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 the champ is here! Hey, Carrie, we, we know it's a 6.45 in the morning in Kamloops, so we're going to try you again after 7 o'clock, your time. So if you get this and you're awake, we are going to try and call you. Be prepared for Energy 106 to call to show up on your call display. If we can't get a hold of you, call us as soon as you wake up. 204-452-1061. So bloody proud. Hey, this, Carrie. Um, Carrie, Carrie. Carrie. Is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it. <laughs> I don't know. That was the best version of a prank call I had. Anyway, though, you should actually call us. That'd be sweet. 
Carrie Anderson, so proud of you. We're calling you after 9 o'clock. For those that are still on the radio, we'll do the loud line before we hit 9 o'clock. And for those listening on the podcast, normally the 9 o'clock hour, the busiest 9 o'clock hour in Canadian radio is exclusive to the radio audience. It does not show up on the podcast. But if we manage to get a hold of Carrie, we'll put that in as the bonus track on today's podcast. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty 1 land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.